Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're now tuned in to The Investor Show, where we teach simple wealth creation for the common investors. With investment advisor, award-winning author, international speaker, and founder of Royal Financial Investment Group, Prince Dykes. Once again, guys, this is The Investor Show. As always, this is your host, Prince Dykes. <coughs> Yeah, my voice is a little harsh, <clears throat> a little hoarse today. Had to drink a little water. It's a little chilly out here in uh, Japan, so I can't wait to get back home to Hawaii. Definitely looking forward to that. I'll be back there soon. But even when I'm harsh, even when I'm hoarse, <clears throat> my voice is kicking a little bit. It still doesn't stop the show. But I want to say, give you a, a big, loud round of applause. We crossed over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube alone. 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Give yourselves a big, loud round of applause. And I want to say thank to each, every one of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate that, guys. Uh, to everybody else that may be new, this is your first podcast. Don't, hit, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, comment, and share button. But it's not going to be a very long podcast because, as you know, my voice is not kicking it too well. But uh, as always, I don't have a lot of time, and I definitely know you guys don't have a lot of time. So we're going to jump straight into it. Fiduciary versus stockbroker, stockbroker versus fiduciary. A little history on myself. I became very intrigued with the world of finance, and I wanted to get into it, and I wanted to learn much about it. The only thing I ever heard of was a stockbroker, like most of you guys. And um, I um, 
went to one of my mentors and I said, hey, how do I become a stockbroker? I want to become a stockbroker. And he said, what do you want to do? Maybe you want to look into becoming a fiduciary. And I was like, well, what's that? What is a fiduciary? Then he proceeded to explain to me. Think about it, right? A stockbroker is someone that used to sit on Wall Street. And when they sit on Wall Street, they would make their money via transactions. They would make hard calls. they get on the phone. When somebody buys and sells a stock, they would make money. They would do seminars, all that type of stuff. And when somebody brought and sold something, they would make money. On Wall Street today, you still have stockbrokers. But you have an influx of online brokers like E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, Scott Trade, which they allow you to buy stock and they make money when you buy and sell. Simple and easy, right? For example, if you want to go buy a Ford stock, you hit the buy button on your E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, Scott Trade, Charles Schwab account. That message goes all the way to the floor and on Wall Street to tell a runner to, hey, purchase 10 shares of Ford stock for this particular person or for my brokerage or whatever, right? That's how it goes. And it'll charge you something like $9.99, $6.99, $5.99, whatever the case may be. And when you go to sell it, they charge you another fee. Simple. Now, so they have a, if that's the way you make money, they have an invested interest in you buying and selling. Now, the thing about it is when people call a stockbroker, they think a stockbroker had their best interest at heart. They think the stockbroker is looking out for them. So they call a stockbroker. The stockbroker doesn't make money when you make money. They don't lose money when you lose money. They're there to buy and sell you something. So when they tell you, when you see the market going down, what are they going to tell you? They're going to tell you to buy more, buy more, buy more. Buy, you know, hey, maybe you could do this, sell this, maybe buy this or whatnot. If you own a mutual fund, you have a mutual fund, a mutual fund company, they have an invested interest in you to buying and buying and buying more. You don't believe me? Look at your 12B Tech 1 fees. 12B Tech 1, people don't even know what they're paying on mutual funds. And I was one of those people. This is why I'm making this podcast here. On the other end, kind of touch on that a little bit. Let's go into what a fiduciary is. What is a fiduciary? How does a fiduciary work? How does a fiduciary act? All the other good stuff and stuff like that, whatever, right? A fiduciary is someone who acts within your best interest, meaning they are the ones that, uh, what I mean by they act in your best interest is they have to, by law, act within the best interest of their client, meaning that if their client is someone who wants to invest low risk for the long term, a fiduciary just can't go and buy a bunch of penny stocks, right? Because that's very high risk. That is not what a uh, that's not what the um, the client had in mind, or that's not in the best interest of the client. Now, the, now, granted, a fiduciary can do whatever they want to do, but they can be held by the law and go to jail for three years for not acting for not acting within the best interest of the client. Now, also, how fiduciary is paid? Fiduciary are paid on a fee base, meaning that they get one or two percent of whatever they manage. So for a prime example, if someone, let's say if someone is managing $10,000, person A is managing $10,000. Let's look at person B who's managing $100,000. They both get 2%. Who's making the more, most money? Person B, right? Because 2% of $10,000 is definitely lower than 2% of $100,000. Now, Prince, why are you saying that? What does that have to do with anything? So let's take, for example, if a fiduciary... If I'm acting within the best interest of you, right, um, 
I want your account to grow because the more your account grow, the bigger my 2% is, correct? Because if I have a $10,000 account that turns into a $100,000 account, guess what? I have 2% of it going all the way up. simple thing about it is that's one of the, and that's one of the, the good things about it. so now you have someone who's on your team a fiduciary someone who's on your team as to where they want to see your account grow because they have an invested interest in your growth whereas a stockbroker does not have an invested interest in your growth now granted you may have some good people out there that are good willed and stuff like that you know you know you may have good people like that that may a good broker by heart, they may want to see you grow, but by nature, when we talk about the fundamentals of money, does this company, does this person have an invested, a financial invested interest in your account growing when you're speaking to them? That's what it, that's the underlying difference what I'm trying to make here. So, for example, with a uh, fiduciary, you can say, hey, you know what? You're not managing my money right. It's not growing. I don't like what you're saying and doing. I want to take my money out. So, now you take your money out of the account. Guess what? Now my 2%, I was managing $10,000, now I'm managing no dollars. Guess what happens? Now that person, financial invested interest is now gone. So a fiduciary is someone who holds on to, who has an invested interest that has to act within the best interest of that client. Now, how does this get mixed up? Why did you make this podcast? What the heck does this have to do with anything? The big piece of what it has to do with anything is that uh, most people think their stockbroker is their fiduciary, meaning that they talk to a stockbroker thinking they're going to do what a fiduciary does. And most people don't even know what a fiduciary is. So we know what so many stockbrokers are. We know so many online brokers. Like, for example, E-Trade doesn't care if you went in there and brought $10 million of a bullcrap penny stock. They don't care if you went in there and brought 10,000 10, shares or whatever. Any online company, they're there to make the uh, to close the deal, you know, just like any other broker. You want to buy this at this price, they find somebody who want to sell it at this price, and boom, they make the deal with the market makers, all that good stuff like that. They have no in financial invested interest. Worse, versus when you sit down with a, a fiduciary, a fiduciary is someone, you guys come up with a game plan, and you act within the best interest of that particular client. That's the underlying difference. It's like a car dealer. You go into Edward Jones or Fidelity. You go to a car dealer. You go to a Toyota car dealer. Is a Toyota car dealership going to sell you a Ford? Probably not. Right? They're going to give you their version of everything. It's just like when you walk into a Charles Schwab or Edward Jones. They're not going to recommend a Fidelity product. Fidelity's not going to recommend an Edward Jones product. Because they're going to, you're going to say, hey, I want a mutual fund. They're going to be like, hey, here's our mutual funds. Hey, I want to get a... Uh, uh, ETF, hey, here's our ETF. Hey, I want to get whatever the case may be, they're going to give you their version. They're not going to think independently. Versus if you go down to John's car dealership, in that car lot, he may have a Ford, he may have a convertible, he may have a Chrysler, a General Mills, not a General Mills, General Motors. <laughs> he may have anything. He can, and the thing about that is, he's not loyal to one particular brand where he has to sell this particular brand. 
Most stockbrokers have to sell a particular brand. And also with a fiduciary, they have to, by law, disclose if they have an invested interest or if they have a conflict of interest when dealing with you. For prime example, let's say if E-Trade is paying me $100 for every person I get to sign up on their uh, their product, whatever, right? I have to disclose that to my client if I'm a fiduciary. If I'm a stockbroker, I don't have to disclose that, right? Because my job is to sell the deal. I could tell you on the phone, hey, dude, you should get some of this E-Trade over here because da 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 You grab it. They don't have to disclose that to you by law, right? But a fiduciary does. So this is a quick, short um, episode. I didn't want to keep it too long. I just want to tell you guys the difference between a fiduciary and a stockbroker. Give you an example with a car dealership that works for Toyota versus an independent person. Most fiduciaries are independent versus most stockbrokers are not independent. All right? So, anyway, fiduciary versus stockbrokers. That's my spill on it. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, comment, and share button. To the next podcast, video, tweet, Instagram, all that other good stuff. Peace. Be safe. I'm out. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.